Hey everybody, welcome to Nutri IQ Radio where we talk about all things food, fitness and feeling good. I'm your host Sean Hare and this week we're talking motivation. We all want more of it but we never seem to have enough. So what do we do? Well, like a lot of things we talk about on this show, we flip it. But before we get into that, it's time for this week's news. You might have seen a little bit in the news this week that the UK is potentially looking to ban junk food ads until after 9pm. We talked recently about how we live in an obesogenic environment and how food adverts make us want to eat and because food is so accessible, it's contributing to the obesity epidemic. We think this will be a great step in the right direction in tackling obesity and changing the state of the environment we find ourselves in. I wonder though what that means for other adverts. Things like bus stops and billboards and social media. Seeing as most of us skip the TV adverts these days anyway, would it make a huge difference if we don't look at those other areas? I'm interested to hear from you guys on this one. Let me know what you think of this idea by dropping an email to sean at nutri-iq.net and use the subject line podcast. That's sean, S-H-A-U-N, at N-U-T-R-I-I-Q.N-E-T. Gyms are open again. That's right, gyms in the UK finally reopened this week after what feels like a very long time since they had to close with the coronavirus lockdown. Did you get yourself back in the gym or are you waiting a little while to see how things play out? Or if you're from outside the UK, what's your current status on being able to use public gyms? Let us know. And for our last bit of news this week, we're excited to announce that the all new dashboard went live on the Nutri-IQ web app this week too. It's a lot cleaner, a lot easier to use, and we've got a bunch of new features with more to come. Our new progress section allows you to track your changes in your weight, your tape measurements, and even your photos. You can upload your photos to save them in the app and compare your before and afters side by side right inside the app. Plus, with our new explore page, you can instantly access all of our podcasts, blogs, and perfectly portioned recipes. If you're not on the app yet, you can get started today by going to app.nutri-iq.net to create your free account. Now, on with the show. The Cambridge English Dictionary defines motivation as enthusiasm for doing something, which I'd say is a pretty good definition, wouldn't you? Because when we feel like we're struggling with motivation, whether that's to exercise, to eat well, or to just get some work done, We also don't feel very enthusiastic about doing it either, do we? We've all been there. We realise we need to make something happen. We need to make a change because we want to see changes. Maybe that's in the mirror or in our confidence or how we fit into our clothes. So we take a few initial steps to get us going. We sign up for the gym. We get the diet books back out. We find those trainers that have been gathering dust at the back of the wardrobe and we're fully ready and focused to make things happen. So the next day we wake up raring to go. We walk into the gym in our newly dusted off trainers, get ourselves on a machine and get to work. We walk out feeling pretty damn good. It was tough because it's been a while, but we did it and we're proud. We do the shopping on the way home and load up the trolley with colorful veg, fresh meats, a new blender, and we don't even go down the biscuit aisle. 
At home, we cook some delicious, healthy meals and we're feeling awesome. We keep it going for a little while because we're on it. We're in the zone and nothing's going to stop us. But then one day we wake up and we're not raring to go. We managed to drag ourselves out of bed and get in the gym, but it was a tough start. We still feel great coming out though, so that's a plus. And then Friday comes and the other half fancies getting a takeaway. We had a lovely lamb moussaka planned, but this one takeaway won't hurt, right? Ah, let's do it. We enjoy our Friday night takeaway and wake up feeling a bit sluggish. We really don't want to hit the gym feeling like this and it's probably not a good idea to exercise right now anyway, so we skip it. And thus begins the rut. A few weeks on, we're talking to friends and telling our Facebook support groups we joined that we're feeling stuck. We started off great a few weeks ago, but then everything just sort of went downhill. What's wrong with us? How do we get back on track? We asked them, how do I get motivated? But we're asking the wrong question. At NutriIQ, we've seen and heard this question too many times to count. And the issue with it is that we've all got this idea of motivation in our heads the wrong way around. We think that being motivated is what makes us do the things we need to do to get the results we want to see. But that's backwards. What actually happens is that we go do the things we need to do, we start to see the results we want to see, and we're motivated to keep going. But wait, hold on. How does that work? How do we do the things we need to do if we're not motivated? Easy. You don't rely on motivation. You rely on determination, on your ability to make a decision and follow through on it. Now, it's easy for me to say that, but if you don't believe in yourself, in your ability to take action despite a lack of motivation, you probably won't believe that's true. So let me ask you this. What do you do every morning when you wake up? I'm sure there are a few things that make up your morning routine, but I'd be willing to bet that one of them is brushing your teeth. Why do you do that? Obviously, because it keeps your teeth healthy and stops them decaying and falling out. But are you motivated to do that? Do you wake up every morning thinking, yes, time to brush my teeth to keep them healthy, prevent gum disease, and make sure I don't lose any? No, you don't. So don't expect to wake up every morning thinking, yes, I can't wait to hit the gym today, eat a bunch of nutritious food and look after myself so I don't develop heart disease or diabetes and lose a foot. Because we just don't think that way. So why do we brush our teeth every day? Because it's a habit. It's something our parents were determined to make part of our daily lifestyle. So they made us brush our teeth every morning and every night, even when we didn't want to. The same goes for the things you need to do to reach your health and fitness goals. We talk about making lifestyle changes. This is what that means. Doing the things we need to do day in and day out until they become ingrained in our daily lives. Until we do them without thinking, without needing to be motivated. But to get there means doing those things even when we don't feel like it sometimes. 
We've got to be our own parents this time. We have to be determined. We have to be disciplined. Because then we don't need motivation. So how do we get there? How do we get from here feeling unmotivated to there where we're still not always motivated but we look and feel fantastic because of our new lifestyle and habits? I've got five tips for you. And our first one takes us right back to the start. Tip number one, find a different way to get to the results that you are enthusiastic about. We see questions all the time from people asking how to get motivated to go to the gym. And our answer is usually, don't go to the gym, do something else. The gym isn't the only way to get active. Plus, when you say the gym, odds are you're talking about one small area of the gym you haven't stepped out of the comfort zone of yet. And that's usually the cardio machines. Cardio machines are boring for most of us. So no wonder you don't like the gym. Who wants to be stuck in one spot, moving their legs with absolutely no outside stimulus? Pretty much nobody. If that's you, start by exploring the rest of the gym. Try out the resistance machines, try out the free weights, try some classes and have somebody guide you through those things so you don't feel embarrassed when you end up doing it wrong. And if none of that is your bag, then don't go to the gym. Go to a salsa class, join a cycling club, take up karate or jujitsu or some other martial art, start hiking on the weekends or following yoga videos in the morning, find a netball or rugby club or just play outside with your kids more. Find something fun, something you're enthusiastic about because remember, that's our definition of motivation, enthusiasm for doing something. If you can find something you love doing, you'll be excited to go and do it. And the same goes for your nutrition too. If you dust off the same old diet books every time you decide to start again, don't. Try something new. Stop counting the points and drinking the shakes and breaking the fasts and do something different. You know, I've heard there's a great new app that's going to be in the app store soon that makes life really easy by working out your calorie needs, then letting you choose your favorite meals and portion sizing those meals for you to hit your daily calorie needs so you don't even need to do anything but get in the kitchen and get results. Oh, what was that one called again? Tip number two schedule it in and prioritize whether you've managed to find something more fun or a more enjoyable way of doing things it's important that you schedule it in life gets in the way and no matter how much you prepare and get organized sometimes that still just happens and we get pulled a bit off track but if you schedule things in and make it your mission to follow that schedule that's a lot less likely to happen. Often changing our habits means trying to do more. Doing exercise you didn't do before takes time out of your day. Of course it does. So that means you have to find something that time is going to replace. It might replace an hour of TV in the evening. It might replace an hour of sleep in the morning, in which case also just go to bed earlier, which still probably means skipping an hour of TV. The point is, if you don't work out where these things will go in your daily lifestyle, they'll never become a part of it. 
you'll never find the time to do them because that time just doesn't exist. You need to take a look at your daily schedule and figure out where these things fit in. And if you've never really thought about your daily schedule, now's a good time to start. Get on the calendar app on your phone and block out your daily tasks. Getting the kids ready for school, driving to work, work time, your lunch break, driving home, making dinner, watching TV, studying, whatever a day looks like for you, get it down on the app or on paper so you can see how you're spending your time. Then decide what you're willing to give up to add these new things in because you do have to give some things up. Getting different results doesn't just mean doing new things. It means stopping old things too. Change requires sacrifice. Sometimes that's a tough pill to swallow, but that's just how it is. So work out your schedule, decide where your new activities like exercise, food shopping, and preparing meals are going to go and schedule them in. Then do them. Tip number three, make it easy in advance. Habits are little programs our brains develop to make life easier. When our brains recognize us doing the same thing over and over and over again, it creates a program to be able to do it on autopilot. Thinking is difficult. Concentrating is hard. But our brains are clever. So if it can do something without having to concentrate, it will. That's why we often slip back into old habits when we're trying to form new ones. It's our brain slipping back into autopilot. And it's fine. It's just the way our brains work. Eventually, they'll work in exactly the same way, but with our new positive, productive habits too. But like I said, thinking is difficult and concentrating is hard. So help your brain out. Set things up so that it's easier to do things you're planning to build into new habits. Take going out for a run, for example. Going out for a run means getting changed, getting your trainers on, and then getting out and doing it. But to get changed, you've got to find the right outfit first. But to do that, you've got to have stuff washed and cleaned first. So get organized. As soon as your gym clothes are clean, leave a set of shorts and a t-shirt with your trainers right next to the front door. You've cut out the steps of having to go find them and then you just need to put them on. Or think about your food. If you're not fussy on eating the same things every week, work out your weekly meals on the NutriIQ app, order what you need from the supermarket with online shopping and have it come straight to your door. Then just put that order on for the same time every week. If you're getting the right food in every week to cook the meals you know you love and are going to get you closer to your goals, it's a lot harder to get it wrong. Have a think about where you can set up these little routine hacks to make it easier to do the things you're planning to do. Tip number four, when it's hard, do the next smallest step. Sometimes we just really don't feel like doing that thing we know we need to do. It's usually fun, we've scheduled it, we've made it easy in advance, but we just can't be bothered this time. So what do we do then? I'll tell you. We do the next smallest step. Think about going for a run again. You're sitting on the couch, 
You don't think about going for a run and magically you're suddenly out there two kilometers in. There are steps in between. This sounds daft, but it works. I actually used this same tip last night for my workout. You're sitting on the couch. What's the next smallest thing you have to do? You get up off the couch. And now that you're standing up, you might as well walk to your bedroom. Now you're there, guess you might as well get changed. And now you're dressed, it'd be a bit silly to go back and sit on the couch, wouldn't it? So, you go for the run. Taking the next smaller step is a brilliant way to get yourself from zero to done without actually being motivated. And it does sound silly at first, but the fact that it's so silly is what makes it work. Just getting up off the couch is a small task, but it's the one that starts to build the momentum into everything else until soon enough, you're done. Possibly too personal of a story, maybe don't visualize it, but remember I said this is what I did just yesterday. I woke up in the morning and really didn't want to get up and work out, so I bargained with myself that I'd do it after work. Then inevitably, after a long day at work, I didn't really want to do it when I got home either. So, on my way up the stairs, I asked myself, what's the next smallest step? Getting changed into workout stuff. I'm going to get changed out of my work stuff anyway. So, I got changed out of my uniform and then thought, right, what's next? And you know what I decided then? It's only me in my room on my pull-up bar, so... I'm not even going to bother getting dressed into workout stuff. And I just worked out of my underwear. That's right, I was feeling so lazy about working out yesterday that I didn't even get dressed for the occasion. But I still did the workout, because once I was out of my work uniform, just getting straight into the workout was an easy next step. What activities do you often feel unmotivated to do? And what smallest next step could you take to get yourself moving and get the ball rolling. Tip number five, keep a journal of your activity and progress. Now that we've established that the motivation comes after the action, let's make sure it does. Keeping a track of our progress is a great way to stay motivated. It shows and reminds us how far we've come. And that reminder of how awesome we are can inspire us to keep going. What's also great, is as well as seeing how far we've come, is reminding ourselves of how much we've done. Progress takes work, and change takes time. And you should be proud of the work you've put in, every day. This is where keeping a daily journal can be a really powerful tool. You know the things you need to do each day, and recognizing that you've done them is a great feeling. It's easy to go about our days just going through the motions before going to bed and doing it all over again tomorrow. Use a journal to commend and congratulate yourself for the work you're putting in. Take five minutes in the morning to note down what you want to achieve that day. Just the small but positive things. Things like going out for a workout, going to your new salsa class, doing the food shop, even getting the laundry done or doing an hour of studying. Then take five minutes at the end of your day to look over what you've done. And when you've done all those little things you set out to, let yourself feel good about it. 
Keeping a track of our actions and habits helps us to notice when they start to slide. If you skip a day of working out, that's fine. But if you know from your journal that that's happened a few times in a row, that's when we know it's time to pull our socks up and get back in the game. We're actually building a daily habit tracker into the NutriIQ app that'll be going live in a future update. You'll be able to set daily and weekly tasks, tick them off when they're completed, and even monitor your consistency throughout the month. If you're not already on the NutriIQ app, head over to app.nutri-iq.net to create a free account. Remember, it's only a web app right now, but we'll hopefully be in the app stores in a few weeks' time. And that's motivation. What it actually is, why we don't really need it, and how to get results without it. But what do you think? How do you get yourself motivated when you feel like it's lacking? Do you have any other tactics or tips we could share at the end of next week's podcast? Let us know by dropping an email to sean at nutri-iq.net and use the subject line podcast. That's S-H-A-U-N at N-U-T-R-I-I-Q.net. That's everything from me for this week. Next week, we've got an interview with Rachel Young. We'll be learning what it's like to have ADHD as an adult, how she turned it into her very own superpower, and how you can find yours. So, thanks for tuning in to Nutri IQ Radio this week. If you haven't already, if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would be fantastic, and you can even do it right in the app. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you want to follow us around social media, make sure you like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram at NutriIQ without the dash, and follow us on Twitter at NutriIQ Official. See you next week.